Good evening and welcome to a special edition of the Football Revisited Podcast, as it is awards night. And no, not when it's Burke's birthday, but Football Revisited Awards. With me at this show, the awards are Mr. Rob Bowen and Mr. Nathan Burke. Our league champion has not come to the press conference today. He's bottled out of news. Don't know why. He's league champion. He should be here, but he doesn't want to be. Any words on that, Burke? Are you disappointed he's not here? Um... In the words of Didier Drogba, it's a disgrace. It is a disgrace. I mean, it's his first media commitment since being crowned champ. And he fails to be here. And, yeah, it's... I wish I could say I was... I'm surprised. Mm. But we all knew what kind of man he was with the, the way the last season cycle race went. So I don't think any of us can be that surprised by his behaviour just three days, four days after winning the title. Rob? Well... The title winning and hangover, it can be brutal at times. Mm. But he's had a couple of days to, you know, guard himself now. What a pussy. <laughs> well, what are your thoughts, Bats? Uh, well, you know, as a, I'm sure Rob will agree, as a as a fellow league champion, you know, there's, yeah. a, there's a certain, you know, decorum that you need to have as a league champion in this league. But, you know, hey, not a lot we can say. He's won the league, so... No, he's busy watching the Friends uh, well, reunion. Yeah, potentially. We'll see. Right, let's get into it then. So, first award is an obvious one. Player of the Year. This one shouldn't take too long. But, Berg, for me, there's only two players really in the run-in. And I will let you have first dibs. Yeah, so for me, um, obviously, the guy who I was saying all year would be the guy for this award, got injured and missed 10, 12 games, and this cost him. So Jack Reelis was going to be my guy if he didn't get injured, so that's a massive shame. Mm. Um, but for me, I'm going to go Harry Kane. I think it's a mental year to be able to come top, the top scorer and top assist. It doesn't happen often. I think 94, 95, something stupid like I was last time happened with Andy Cole. Yeah, I think it's uh, wild that, especially when you look at the players who are always up for those awards, like you've got the Mo Salah for goals, Kevin De Bruyne for assists, they're always there. So to be able to beat both of them in one year is ridiculous. So mm-hmm. for that alone, because it's an individual award, you should go to someone who maybe the team doesn't have to win something. Um, so yeah, I'll go Harry Kane. Yeah. Nice. I think Alan Shearer was the other guy you had. That stats where he was I think it was Andy Cole, wasn't it? Yeah, Andy Cole and oh, okay. the Andy Cole one. He had like thirty-four goals and like twenty assists. It was insane. Yeah. Um, Rob, who's your pick? I mean, how can you go Harry Kane? Looks a bottle job. Like, you know, he, he's just got the word "loser" tattooed all over him. But <laughs> well, uh, it's an individual, and he hasn't bottled his job by scoring twenty-three goals and thirteen assists. I thought you were describing Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna go. Uh, he was mentioned last week with so was one of the signings of the season, but a guy that came in and managed to fix the defence of the would-be champions and just, he was just incredible. And I think when City bought Laporte, like this is maybe what we expected of him. And we didn't expect this of Diaz because of how the Laporte thing worked out. But Ruben Diaz... 
beyond all expectations, became the best uh, centre back in in the Prem this year. So yeah. that's him for me. Well, looks like I have the deciding vote, which is very exciting. Uh, the two the, names you said, but was it those the, two? Yeah, those two. Yeah. So for me, this is a tough one because obviously the consensus is that Ruben Diaz is Player of the Year, and fine. But then I kind of agree with Burke, and I'm trying to take my Spurs hat off. Like your top goal scorer and top assist maker in the league, like surely that even those Spurs from seven. Well, yeah, in you know a counter attacking defensive team. Yeah, so I I agree with Rob Diaz transfer. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say transformed, because they just bought a very good centre-back and they just needed a good centre-back who can actually defend rather than having Fernandinho as a centre-back who's not a centre-back. So, yeah, I'm going to go Harry Kane. He deserves it, in my opinion. Yeah. Not not to bring Kane down at all. His first but you half, will. But his, like, if he'd have replicated his first half of the season with the second mm-hmm. half, because at, at one point like it was him and Son who were just involved in like you know 80 percent of Spurs' goals like that first that first half of the season you're just thinking oh my gosh this projection could be wild for him but he still he still obviously still did the job yeah. got the golden boot and first top top Fred of the have to go to Mourinho I think to uh, <laughs> <laughs> speaking yeah. of bets thoughts on Poch coming back oh, don't start though this that was the one the morning I had not to bring it's up not the time or the place <laughs> we all know my feelings Bring Podge we back. Don't. That's all I say. Oh, Bring him back. I want him back. I, I love the dog. I don't care I what think, anyone I th- says. I think he'd keep you up for what's worth. I think he'd do a really good job. <laughs> He's got experience now. He's won the French Cup. Exactly. Yeah. Bring that winning mentality back to the boys. Get some <laughs> of the players you don't like out and then go from there. And how Oh, well. We'll see. I mean, he lost to Jose Font as a captain. <laughs> like. I know. Wild. Well, I think the list of things Potch has lost to goes a lot longer than Jose Font as well. <laughs> yeah, do you want to say that stat to the players? I can't remember how many players it was. Uh, it was since when Rangers Spurs. won the league, it was in the 80s. I wouldn't be surprised if we're in the 90s now because there's the two Villarreal players. So, well, um, Van Foyth won it last night. Yeah, Van Foyth and Etienne Capu won it yeah. last night. Yeah. So there was 86, I want to say, when Rangers won the league, 86 players since Spurs last won a trophy have left Spurs and won a trophy. It's a great stat. I'm sure we're in the 90s now because Trips is another one. Yeah, he won the league. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Christian Eriksen. Oh, well, he didn't contribute, but yeah, I take your point. So basically, what we're saying is the glass Lisa. is green on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Spurs. That's basically what we're saying. So. Have Fine. you seen that thread on Twitter about um, something not about Twitter. Hitler's? Uh, Hitler's not always right. Um, <laughs> and then, like, a football account commented back to say that's not always the case or something. And another one said, Squin, how can you say that about Adolf Hitler? And then um, he said, why if Hitler said that Spurs are a crap team or the smallest team in England, then he would have been right. <laughs> so, like, Hitler's a bad bloke unless he's slating Spurs. Well, I don't think they're the smallest team in England. I mean, come on. No, in London. In London. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Not real, not a bad team. I know. Who Harry Kane sponsors their shit. Do you know that? Yeah. Which yeah, I find bizarre, but there we are. So that's why he's our player of the year. Yeah. Full <laughs> yeah. circle. Yeah, and he's late Norris player of the year as well, somehow. <laughs> right. Moving on. 
because I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> um, young player of the year. For me, there was only one player in mind, but again, I'll let you guys go. Rob, who would you go for? Uh, Alexander, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, once again, back at City and Phil Foden. Yeah. I, I, there's not really much I can say for other players. The guy's phenomenal and the future of England's in good hands with him and Mount. Yeah, I agree. I, he was the only name was on my, my list. So, I, yeah, again, injuries, full house. Yeah, injuries did impact mine again because kind of the way I was looking, because I'm sure we had this chat start of the season kind of predicting. Perk, Jack Reed yeah. is like 28th, man. Come on. <laughs> Tariq Lamptey. We, I said uh, yeah. last season when we had the chat um, mm. and predicted who it would be. That's draft, um, definitely. And yeah, yeah, he, uh, he had a tough year with injuries. Mm. So because of that reason alone, I suppose I'll have to go with Phil Foden as well. He's proved me wrong as well. So yeah. big respect for players who have proved me wrong. Jack Wheeler's proved me wrong. Phil Foden's proved me wrong. Mason Mount's proved me wrong. Maybe I should just look at how I rate English attack midfielders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you've been scarred in the past by yeah. Liverpool English but no, players. Foden, I think, yeah, he's in quality. To be fair. Great to watch. One of those when he picks up the ball. Yeah. You, like, you just want someone to pass to him because he will do something that's just enjoyable to watch. I think the one that's gotten where I went, oof, this guy looks special, is the Champions League run they've been on. Some of those yeah. games. I was thinking, to do that on this stage. Because, you know, let's be honest, Man City are not the Champions League team. Yeah. Like they've never won it and they haven't been to a final before. So I think yeah, it's, it's um, about him keeping up because I think we'll play a lot of youngsters ring through. It's a bit easier for them in the sense that teams don't set up to defend against an 18 year old, a 19 year old they're playing against. Yeah, yeah. But if that 18, 19 year old is playing week in, week out at that level, then teams will plan around that. Yeah. So I think at the moment he's still got that freedom of teams uh, going in planning that you're playing against Kevin De Bruyne, you're playing mm. against like the bombing wingbacks, you're playing against a possession team. They're not really focused on Foden at the moment. Yeah. I think I think he's quality and I think he'll be. That's good a good enough. point. Yeah, he'll be good yeah, enough when that. Uh, that does happen. But it that will be his first test. And I I think that's kind of the Delhi Ali argument as well. Like mm. first year or two, they had, didn't have that big focus. Then people knew that Ali is the main guy. In that midfield slot, especially, then yeah. he struggled. Me. How many years do you think he needs to? Because I'm just thinking, for me, it'd be like two years straight of like top, top notch dropper, and now we're going, yeah, this guy is the real deal. Because like you say, yeah. he's a good. Because really, before December, he didn't do that much. Really, he was in and out of the team, and he didn't star in that many games. And then he obviously had that game against Liverpool. I think it was in January, maybe or whenever it was. And then since then, he's been. Like on fire, so yeah, maybe another 18 months. Yeah, I think if he has another season next season where he's the name for young player of the year or player of the year, then you've got to put your hands up and go, Actually, yeah, this guy is one of the best in the world. I'm not doing the Sims and saying one season, one done, staying away from that. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, we don't let everyone make that mistake again. Sorry, Sims, when you're listening, we're we're coming at you, but hey, I did also write down. For oh. young player of the year, um, Mason Greenwood. I don't think he's been anywhere near his um, Fortin level, but he's younger. He's eight, He's 19, I think. Yeah. So he's a year younger. And to be able to break in and kind of be like a mainstay in that front three for yeah, a team like United. It's tough because I don't think any... Deserves an honourable mention. 
yeah, I don't think any youngsters really consistently over the season been like brilliant. Like, like I said, Phil Foden's been good for a few months. Greenwood's come good towards the end. Saka, maybe? I don't know how old he is, actually. I'm sure. Saka, he's, yeah, he's young. He's been pretty consistent. Yeah, he's, he's not been as good. tailed off but... towards last, kind of. Yeah. There was about two-month spell where he was outstanding, where I think it was in that spell we had um, a discussion on you and rating the English youngsters, and I put Saka above Foden. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. No, it would be the other way around, but I think Saka's got a lot of potential, but it's a tough team to play in as well, Arsenal. They're so disjointed. I think it's hard for anyone. I think Foden's got the perfect team to play in as well, to look as good as he looks as well. That's true. That is true. So, Phil Foden is our younger player of the year. Um, right. What are we doing now? Manager of the year. I'll start with this one. Now, there is the obvious one is Pep, obviously. But I'm sticking away from that because when you actually look at the table, I say they only. They finished 86 points. They lost six games and drew five. So it's not... I know the seasons probably have been like outstanding. But I wouldn't say they're the most... It's the best champions we've ever seen. Um, like They didn't blow teams away like they did when they got 100 points. Um, like Obviously, Pep's done well to you know, kind of semi-rebuild the team you know, by getting rid of company, edging out Silva, edging out Aguero. Um, but for me, David Weiss has to be manager there. Has to be. Like, and I, maybe I'm biased because I put them down as 17th on my predictions. Hmm. I thought they might get relegated. Like, I wouldn't be shocked. And they end up finishing sixth and could have easily finished uh, in the top four place. So, yeah, David Moyes has to be manager there. And he's won it a few times as well. It's not as if they're, like, being biased towards yeah. Pep. Because I, I think he's won it, like, two or three times. No, oh, I think um, Pep has obviously done really good because he's... The league was won ages ago, so I think yeah. that's why you don't see the 100 points, is because they have needed it, and mm-hmm. obviously they focus their attention elsewhere, which the proof's in the pudding with the fact they've got the Champions League final now Saturday. That's true. I think that's the justification of the six losses, I think you said. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see how many of those losses were kind of either side of a Champions League week. Um, but not uh, that type of pod. We don't go that in depth. Yeah, no. I'm just saying, someone... Yeah. If, I'll assume if, you're right. If uh, one mil could be bothered, look it up and let me know. <laughs> Who's um, one mil? Wong mil. Wong mil. Sorry, I got the wrong one. Sims <laughs> <laughs> uh, will enjoy that. Really, really sorry. Enjoy that. Um, so yeah, um, where well, I've I yeah, so I think Man City um, have done well. Pep, therefore, if he gets it, I don't think anyone can go fair enough. Oh, but if we're looking at just Premier League. Then I'd say David Moyes, followed closely by a guy we've all taken piss out of, Marcelo Bielsa, <laughs> to, to get the promoted club to ninth in the league yeah. with breaking the points total. I think without spending big either, I think because it's Bielsa, people have just kind of made a joke of it. But it's actually, when you look at back now, and maybe at the time of the season, because they were inconsistent results where they'd win two and have a bad loss, never really focused. But now looking back and looking at the table, you've got to go, actually, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. He's in a quality job. I think from game one to 38, I don't think at any point anywhere went, Leeds might get relegated, or there might be in a relegation fight, which really is unheard of when yeah. a team yeah. comes straight up I, in their I, first I season. had them in game week two when they were 4 1 up against Fulham and they left Fulham, scored two, and I was like, what? I remember Slayton. I, right. right, I can't stand well, this. No, just I remember being on Xbox with Rob watching that game 
and we were going absolutely crazy. And I think if I was a Leeds fan, and if it wasn't Bielsa, I would still be going crazy because I'm like, you can't do that in the Prem. You clearly and can. I think they finished. They finished less than ten points off fourth, which I know it's, it's incredible. You. I think so, the, that that um, screen shaping of the distances run, and no, the number of sprints versus yeah. like high intensity, that where they are so they're like four times more than any other team. Did you see realize they're on there? Yeah, because they're so far on the table. I thought Chelsea and Brighton were the best in the league. I thought oh, that's yeah. weird, and then. <laughs> Leeds, yeah. oh, it was uh, no fair and uh, I was one saying they're going to tail off. They can't keep that up, and they have done with pretty bang average players yeah. on the whole. Yeah, there's a few players on there. Who are there's fantastic. a few average ones as well. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. So you're going, you're going Bielsa, yeah? I'll go Bielsa, yeah. All right. So Rob, you have the deciding vote. Or unless you want to go anywhere else, then I don't know what we're going to do. No, no. It does come down to a deciding vote. Okay. And uh, game week two was enough to make up my mind that I can't go myself Bielsa. <laughs> so, Fair. no. But uh, for me, David Moyes, um, like, the players I'll, he I'll just take Dick Advocate. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, like, so for me, like, Suchek and Kufal, who were, you know, two players, they were not common names. We did not, you know, we are not watching the the Czech league on the daily and we know how good these guys are uh, and they've become absolutely solid. Uh, Jared Bowen, another great signing. Uh, J- Jesse Lingard on loan has been an incredible signing. And I remember like, remember slating them because for them to get Lingard in, they had to make uh, Ben Ram a permanent deal. And I'm just like, well, nice. yeah, you're paying 30 mil for Jesse Lingard for six months is wild. But it worked out nicely. Um, yeah, and I, I, I love, I love the fact that West Ham are up there. And you know, hey, it's the West Ham way. It is. It is. The West Ham <laughs> yeah. Way. yeah, yeah. Even though it was completely the opposite to what apparently it is. <laughs> <laughs> Defend the counter attack when the West Ham way is Pep Guardiola football apparently. So I don't. But yeah, sorry, sorry, catch you off. I, I don't like West Ham, <laughs> but I don't mind David Moyes. So. He is our manager of the year. Sorry, Pep. I'm sure you can consult yourself with 30 plus. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And what are the main trophies he's got? It's got to be at least 10. I'm going to guess 10. He was the guy, uh, do you know Lille now have won the uh, Ligue 1? Mm. He was the Lille manager before the current manager took over. I mean. And he, he left them in 17th, struggling. Like. So you shit. In, in chaos. And I was like, oh, that's glossed over by the media, isn't it? <laughs> God, same as his year. Goodness <laughs> me. Oh, I, I backed him for man of the year. It's just, I, I'm playing yeah. Dick Advocate with myself. Yeah. Now. Stop mentioning Dick Advocate because he'll be in the running for the switch. <laughs> like every other manager. Honestly. You brought yeah. it up this time, so we're allowed to talk about it. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> no, no. I'll talk about them later, maybe. We'll see. Um, so well done, David Moyes, if you're listening. Well done. Would you take Moyes or Bielsa at um, Spurs? No. <laughs> I wouldn't take Moyes. I'd probably take Bielsa. <laughs> you just named him manager of the year. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm cut trick myself, but I don't care. You said you like him. I, yeah, I don't mind him. Yeah, that doesn't mean I want to manage my club. <laughs> you know, oh. I like Big Sam, but he's not going to manage Spurs, is he? So, yeah. 
could do a so lot worse. I, I, I know. I, <laughs> you are. You preached the great man. I, I know. I know. Um, right, more month of the year, so we can all have a couple here. For me personally, I got one good one and one bad one, so the good one for me is going to be that goal of the season, and I'm going to pick another one. So my first good one is going to be Eric Lamella and goal of the year. I mean, to score, I know he got sent off in the game when we lost to North on the derby, but still. <laughs> That's such was... a Spurs moment. My favourite moment is us no, it's not my good favorite. and then ruining it all. It's not my favourite, but I'm just saying it, it is one of the more, like, it's goal of the year, in my opinion. So it is one of the best moments. And yeah, I remember when I went in, I was like, Jesus Christ, can't believe what just happened. Like, it didn't compute my brain that he just, yeah. I know he'd done it before, but yeah, to do it in North on the derby, to go one it up. Incredible. And then just like him, he got sent off later on, and yeah, just so spurs. Sums up his career. So thank you in this. He's going in the summer, so that's one good thing. He's off, unless Podge brings him back. Oh, we'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, be out for little Moyes. <laughs> yeah, go to West Ham, but Leeds. He probably do right in Leeds. He runs around a lot, so he might be a bail player. Um, yeah, that's my first good run. So I'll go to Burke. What's yours? Um, I also points. have two, but I'll uh, talk about one of them. Um. So it's not Liverpool related. One of mine is. This one isn't. Um, I think the Liverpool related one. I think we can all guess. Mm-hmm. I, I um, think I got the same one. <laughs> um, but this moment stuck with me a lot. Just I can't put it into words. Start season, no fans. I'm down with football, and this moment stuck with me, and I loved it so much. And I'll say it, the Liverpool moment. Are we all thinking Alisson's head? Uh, He's on the list, yeah. yeah. Right, so Alison's head uh, one. I'll go into detail about that later if no one else does. But when I watched that at the time, I remember speaking last week. I didn't really get excited. I was so annoyed about how Liverpool were mm. uh, playing that I just kind of just watched him and right, it happened, and I didn't actually feel until I was later. This moment got me so excited, and it's not Liverpool. It's a team we just discussed, West Ham, and it was their Istanbul oh. remake where they came from three 0 down against Spurs. To equalise three all, and it's with my goal of the season from Manuel Lanzini. I've watched that goal so many times since. I think it's for me, it's one of the greatest goal, Premier League goals, let alone goal of the season. It goes right in top ends, three or ninety fourth minute. It's, it's yeah. what dreams are made of, and without that moment to make it even sweeter for West Ham, without that one moment, it actually ends up Spurs would have finished sixth. And West Ham would be spending next year travelling the battery to Macedonia in the European, <laughs> European Conference League. Because no, of that one moment from Manuel Lanzini, West Ham get Europa, Spurs get Andorra. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Andorra, so I'm not sure. It was incredible. I remember watching that now, just going wild. And I didn't really care at the time about the result. It was too early in the season for me to go, Spurs need to lose. I didn't hate Spurs more than usual. <laughs> so I just thought it was incredible. When a game you don't really care about goes 3 0 half time, yeah. you kind of want the other team to come back into it. And the way they did it, I can't speak highly enough of that goal. Like I made a gif of it. That's how much I love that goal. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> wish Rob had stayed sleeping. It would have been nice not to do this tight, but there we are. No, when I did my research earlier, I was looking through goals, and I thought the Lamella one first, and the first one I came up was 
the Lanzini goal. And I went, I'm not looking anymore. Screw this. So, yeah, I'll accept it. it it's, yeah, it's a good pick. And it was also, just to add to it, it was when no fans, you weren't really allowed to celebrate. And yeah. as soon as I went in, all rules broke and all West Ham piling in. Oh, it was insane. Why couldn't VAR step in when I needed to do it? <laughs> like it has many other moments. Uh, if it were in that moment, I think that would have been the straw of the book. Uh, broke the camera's back. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see now. Maybe the one I'm going to talk about is... Uh, yeah, that's true. Could be the one. Sorry, Rob. No, that's... Uh, I mean... Burke has just, you know, totally done my uh, my two moments because I had that man my Lanzini goal up there as well. As a my my favorite thing is um the, the those two Spurs fans. Uh, is it the, is it the dad and Bats son? But Steve. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the moment they're like you know, and it's shaky and time is going on and then they just see Lanzini strike it. Um, yeah, that would have been one of my moments. I give an honourable mention. It's not in the Prem itself, but it was in the FA Cup final. And that was Tielemann's goal and everything that followed. Yeah. Kind of like the reaction yeah. with fans in the in the stadium at uh, Wembley was uh, pretty, pretty good to watch. And the game after, they had a bit of a scrap towards the end of the game. That was nice. Yeah, that was back off the back of an FA. And the bench will well score in. Yeah. That was... Yeah, what do you think about it? It's a good storyline. Feel good storyline. Yeah. Um, all right, Burke, before you mention that goal, the one you're gonna talk about, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna go to Liverpool. And for me, one of the biggest moments I when I was thinking about it earlier, I was like going, Oh yeah, that that's that's a big moment. So I'm gonna take it back to the Merseyside Derby at Goodison. And Don't. why would well, you do this? Since why would Burke come at me with Mandelanzi? Because mine's an actual great moment. Yeah, there's nothing great about what you're going to say. I'm not so, saying it's a great moment. I'm just saying it's a, it's one of the moments. And, well, there's lots of strings you go along here. VAR, up to that point, I can't remember what game, I'm going to say it was the 10th game of the season. Let's just say it was that. Um, VAR, not that a very good start to the season. And then that moment really accentuated the hate for VAR and everyone going, what the hell is going on with this piece of shit? Because when you look back at it, you're going... What? How? How have they not yeah. sent Pickford off and given a penalty and like nothing happened afterwards? Like they didn't get banned or anything. And Van Dijk has not only lost a year of his career, lost my draft season. That's what he done. Yeah. He's caused caused people <laughs> points on draft. He's missing a Euros now because of it. He's missed potential Premier League title and Champions League win potentially. Because if he plays, maybe Liverpool do a lot better than what they've done. So yeah, and I think that affects then. Obviously, Man City winning the league. But the canter really that nobody challenged them and Liverpool would have been the only ones really. And then same thing with the European places, because obviously that's not a knock on effect with who's finished in Europe. So yeah. For me, if you want to pin by the moment of the season, that would be one. Good or bad. That challenge dropped. That's right, you only said that because I said Lanzini. I didn't, I've got it. I'll I'll share my got <laughs> it written down. I got like few notes down here. So yeah, that's the one that sticks out for me. And then the for me, the most recent one. I think it would have always been Lanzini and then Liverpool needing to win every game to get top four. Yeah. 94th minute comes. Arsenal scores ahead. I haven't gone into detail on that one on my notes just because I assumed if Sims was here, he's yeah. 100% going that. I can go at Lanzini and get an anti-Spurs point in as well. Everyone's <laughs> a winner. 
Um, but no, um, it was incredible. I, I think we've spoken about goalkeeper scoring before, but Alisson's is the only winning goal scored by a goalkeeper in the history of the Premier League. Really? Yeah. All, the other goals scored by goalkeepers are equalisers or put the team ahead or the team other team score. Like, yeah, it's um, Alisson's is the only winning goal. So that. And um, what a goal! I know we spoke about yeah. last week, but. I've watched it again today, and I'm like, it is an unbelievable header. It's like, like a Duncan Ferguson, like in his prime, or you know, Alan Sheeran's prime. And you wouldn't expect a score, a goalkeeper scores from a corner against a big Sam team. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he but must be kicking himself. West Brom the following week went to play West Ham, conceded two corners. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I don't know what's happened there, but so it's not we're, not, we're not pretending. Yeah, and really, you could go, oh, Alison can't be that great then if West Ham was going two in one game as well. But we'll pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> and go, yeah, um, yeah Alison has it probably is the standard moment when you watch Premier League years and years come. Yeah, that's going to be the standard moment, I think. Yeah. Although, like I said earlier, because at the time watching it, it didn't. It should on paper. That's like a fairy tale, and it should have excited me. It probably didn't get me off my seat like the Lanzini one did, because I, I think because I cared so much more, I was so annoyed at Liverpool. I just yeah. thought you lucky, lucky bastards. <laughs> hey, maybe he's converted for more people to believe in God. Who knows? Hey, Rob, maybe he's done the God's work. Ah, uh, man, them knows us right. <laughs> there we are. So we won't, we won't pick one. Because yeah, we just named a few. Any more moments um, to mention? No, the, the the three I had. I had Alison score, but yeah. Like, not actually, like, play, like, a moment in a match related, but the backlash to the Super League oh, yeah. like, from fans was a yeah. pretty nice moment. Yeah. It was inspirational that people could come together and stop something, so it's not a bad pick. Um, right, let's move on. Team of the year. So this is the actual team. Um, yeah. Burke, I'll let you go first. Seeing as I go overall with manager, I'll go with Leeds. Oh. Just to keep up there for the same reasons I said, Bielsa. I mean, yeah. I'm sure they've broken the record for number of points the promoted team gets since Ipswich when they came fifth. But then Ipswich also got relegated the next year. So, I mean, if Lightning. Ding, ding, ding. Um, second they, they are on my radar. Leeds are on my radar for second season syndrome. I don't think they will. I'm not as strong about it as I was with Sheffield, but it's in there. Yeah. Like they could go to like a Wolves, can they? Yeah. They but could. um no, I think with this season, with the like like I said earlier, it goes under the radar during the season, but now we look at the players they've got, a lot of that is the championship squad, bar maybe three or four. Yeah. And yeah, the impact they've had, the the way they play, the snare easy, like mm. it's yeah, it's it is good to see. I've taken the piss then, but it's good to see a team coming up and just sticking to their like yeah. the way they play and following manager like point blank. I think Bielsa could say we're gonna play just one on the pitch today and they would go, Yeah, good try, Scarfer. <laughs> yeah. Like like they're a club like literally as one, like they're so united. Um it is kind of pleasing to see, as much as I'm not the biggest Leeds fan, I'll give them praise when, when it's deserved. I agree with everything you said. and I only had two teams down and Leeds was one. And now I'm going, maybe I'll say Leeds. 
Who's the other one? The other one's West Ham. West Ham and Leeds, I got. That's but then I also had that. Moyes and Bielsa for manager. So I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. West Ham got... playing for me. Yeah, I, initially I was thinking West Ham just because they finished sixth. And it's just You've got Obona and Craig Dowson as your centre backs. Outstanding. Yeah, and Craig Dowson got relegated really last year. Yeah, and they bought him for like two million, which is not really an exciting signing, is it really? So. Yeah, I'll, I'll go West Ham for similar reasons that we said to Manju there. I think we can't double up Moyes and West Ham. I think Leeds have got to win one of these. No, they don't. Okay. No, they don't. And they're not going to. They've <laughs> been outvoted. Two to one. Yeah, you got it. West Ham finished in sixth. Yeah. Yeah, and they had the credit by crazy. Moyes winning Manju of the Year. It's just crazy. So, yeah. But, you know, the players did well. Players are getting some credit now. Yeah, exactly. They, they I'm sure much. players will get plenty of credit in our team when we do our squad. Like. Uh, they, they might get one or two mentions. Yeah. Exactly. So, I think well, I mean, they'll get the players well. I know. think Leeds, for a promoted team, uh, it's, Dick, stop, it, it feels very, very harsh on Leeds to not win one of these awards. Hey, come back next season, finishing sixth. But then it won't be yeah, as good as achievement because they're not a promoted team with a half championship squad. If they finished sixth next season, it would be a an achievement. I'm not disputing so, that, but I'm saying and they they'd be well in the nominations to win this award. Right, I'm not happy about it. All right, do we do noted <laughs> noted? <laughs> right, come back play of the year, Rob. I'll start with you. One player. Well, man, them goes on brand, innit? And uh, Roy Keane would hate this. Is this Arsenal TV? <laughs> uh, no, Jay Ling's like, Jesse Lingard. The guy's been uh, sensational and it's a half a half a season. So yeah. I, I think he's been integral to that West Ham team and the fact that they've got European football. So for me, I did have another player I did have and it was like... I, I, I don't know if I can call it a comeback. It's more like a bit of a breakout. Would have been Luke Shaw. Like, it's hard to call it a comeback because he's constantly being... I'll, I'll accept that, yeah. Yeah, but but I for me, Lingard outweighs Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw has been incredible this season, but to the contrast... The contrast, yeah, yeah. The contrast from where Lingard was, you know, six yeah. months ago. Yeah, I don't think anyone else. Any idea what Jesse Lingard was doing today? So, yeah, Burke, any similarities there? Or? Um, Lingard, I did have him down. I also had William after being let go from a free. He goes <laughs> and makes up one of the most potent front threes in Premier League history. <laughs> Absolute scenes. Um, I never said that was silly. <laughs> but no, I again, I don't think this quite makes a comeback, but I want to give him a shout out, Mason Mount, because I feel under the Lampard regime he was always like the butt of the jokes and like mm. no one thought he was actually that good and teacher's pet no? teacher's pet Lampard's son Southgate's son like <laughs> he won't get the credit that he actually did deserve and I think now he's kind of shown that he is a lot better than people give him credit for so shout out for Mason Mount but I don't think he quite constitutes a comeback mm. um, so for me there's two players John Stones was one, and then Jesse Lingard being the other, and I would have to go Jesse Lingard. 
last season, if you remember, that it was a guy who had a bet on him, no goals, no assists all season. Well, he and then he, had, he scored game. last game of the season um, when United had nothing to play for. Um, yeah. So that was his last season. And then to go from that to this way, he's had six months where he's just been absolutely unreal. And I think teams are now yeah. looking at him seriously. For, like, for example, to Harry Kane, to United. If Jesse Lingard's part of that deal, Spurs are strongly considering. I'm not saying, obviously, straight swap. Mm. Um, but it it would definitely yeah. pique Spurs' interest to take him. I'm sure we discussed on this pod, Dom. I made a joke because I'm pretty sure December time before January window, Spurs were linked with him because Joseph yeah. wanted him. And I, I, you know, I said, "How the fuck are we spending thirty million on Jesse Lingard?" Like, no, please. Whereas now, thirty million going. It's not a, it's not a bad Jose. price. Jose, knows what he's doing. No, well. I'm saying, is that Jose? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where Spurs will be now, man. Uh. Eradicated about it. Oh, there we are. Well, this is quite fitting because obviously Jesse Lingard is going to be come back to the play of the year, even though I'm not going to pick him. But he is a deserved winner. I'm going to go for a player who has not only been written off in the Premier League, but has been written off in the Championship. Oh my God, I knew you were going to pick so, yeah. this guy. So, again, I don't know if he comes come back because it's he a doesn't. long process. Of course it does. The guy was at a Premier League team, did not make the cut. Then he was sold to another Premier League team who got relegated the season he arrived. How come when I want to big up Leeds, I get shot down? I know you're <laughs> well, like, you get this. Because he's in my draft here when I'm allowed to say you talk about him. And then he, nobody backs him in the Championship. And to be fair to him, he didn't do himself any favours because he didn't score in the Championship. And then he comes back into the Premier League and people like Burke went after him. He's crap. He'll never do anything. He won't score any goals. Well, lo and behold, he scored 17 goals this season. And is unlucky not to be in Gareth Southgate's England squad. I don't think Patrick I said he wouldn't score any goals. Patrick Bamford, comeback player of the year. I did say he's crap, and I stand by that. Well, he's not crap, is he? Clearly. He is crap. That's why Very he's good. not even part of England's, like, 84 they're taking on this training camp. <laughs> like, well, it's not 84, it's 33. <laughs> 33. England, if he can't get the 33 best of England, then he can't be that good, let's be honest. Aaron Ramsdale is going and he can't. What does that say? Patrick Bamford doesn't wear gloves. It's not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> if Aaron Ramsdale can get a, a place on that training squad, then any English player in the Premier League should be able to. If you're not, it's because you crap. Well, yeah. That makes <laughs> sense. He's a goalkeeper. He's a striker. So. All right, I'll pick up bloody James Ward-Prowse then. Isn't it? Exactly, yeah. But if players like Ward-Prowse are, if that's the bar, if that's what we're going with, if you can't why get is above he, why that... Why he in your draft team, man? Who? James Because he's a bang average decent player. <laughs> like I'm not disputing, but at no point did I build my hopes around Ward Prowse. Well, and people should not be doing that with Bamford. I built my hopes around Bamford because he was a fifth. And that's why I finished above you. Player in the league. He was fifth out of every single player. He was fifth. Yeah, Bamford is an absolute joke, and he is a one-season wonder. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> You can cut that. You can clip that right now. I Patrick will. Bamford will be an absolute flop next year. Can't wait for him to bang in 25 goals next season. Can't wait. <laughs> for Cheltenham <Sorry>. Town. <laughs> hey, great club. <laughs> so, yeah. Bamford's my pick, but Jesse Lingard is comeback player of the year, and he does deserve Um, Right. Cool down. I guess so I'll just hit it when we talk about Patrick Bamford. <laughs> He works hard, I'll give him that. I know he's a fraud, and you know, same as called him a fraud in terms of actually stealing money from people. But, you know, 
<laughs> it's fine. You can do it. Right. I think this was one of Rob's awards. I think you said this one. The Elder Statesman of the Year, which is basically the Old Man of the Year. Um, so, Rob, I would let you have first pick. And the only rule is it has to be 33 years plus. Yeah, that's, so, that's fine. Um, Wong Mill can check for us. <laughs> um, I wanted to go Jamie Vardy. I'll be honest. It's too obvious. Um, and then I was trying to think. I was kind of stuck on strikers then. And I was struggling to think of strikers that are playing week in, week out, 33+. Plus. And Alex- Alexander Mitrovich looks like he's past, you know, <laughs> he's 33+. Plus. I'd accept him. Somehow he's yeah. 26 or whatever. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy who was playing in a European final last night and uh, didn't win a trophy. And that's Enz and Cavani. Did score the goal, Rob. Did his bit. Yeah, he... Um... I've also gone Edson Cavani. Um, Vardy um, obviously got more goals, but having had Vardy in my draft team, I can confirm it's not been his best season. He's gone long periods without the goal, and then you've got, you've got the Iannaccio, who could have been off a comeback player that you actually know what I think about. Um, like Iannaccio is taking the gloss. I don't think Iannaccio has been that great. In the big moments you saw in the Spurs game, uh, FA Cup final, and the Chelsea game afterwards as well. Um, I don't think he's been that great performance-wise. He's just getting the goals. But that's all you need sometimes. And it's taking the gloss off Vardy's lack of goals. Um, he's still been good. Yeah, I think he's on about 14 league goals. A lot of them penalties. Um, so that's why I didn't want to go Vardy. Although statistically there's the argument for it. Um, I went Cavani just because I think coming 34 team like Man U, you got players who fit the way all he wants them to play. You've got Martial Rashford, the pace, the youth, uh, Greenwood as well, the pace for the counter-attack. To be able to like push them out and force yourself in that team, I think says a lot. They look so much better with him in, like so much more balanced, so much more comfortable. And I think that's because it, he's probably the only one they've got that can do that job. Martial isn't good, I don't think. Um, Rashford is better out left, but I still don't think he's that qual- that top league winning quality and then Greenwood's still young to be fair to him. Am I right so, in saying uh, Rashford won players player of the year from from United? I think I heard that yesterday. Yeah. And I, I, was, I didn't hear what they said but I, I was didn't say it. blown away by it. I remember one of the commentators said like he beat up Bruno Fernandes and I'm like what, yeah. what's going on? Oh, yeah, that's it, yeah. Bruno Fernandes won the Matt Busby award but I don't know exactly yeah. what the kind of but he won players player of the year because of the off-field. Yeah, the politics. Let's yeah. be honest. That's why Guy never picked him in his team. Yeah, league. it's... Um, but in terms Brilliant of his quality... Stuff, but his well, yesterday's a perfect example team. for what yeah. I've been saying about him. Like, he was Didn't really poor. Really, really poor last night. Um, the only other player I want to give a shout-out to for the elder statesman is James Milner. Only because in that period of two, three months where Liverpool were really bad, mm. he was the only guy whose standards did not drop at all. And that's why for that period when he was fit, he was always starting. He was so good. And um, for a guy 35 to be able to fit in that Liverpool team with the way they tend to play, hmm. I think says a lot. And uh, I think he got injured while we were still in that bad run and it took us a while to adapt. And then it took out again centre-backs back and shuffling the team about a bit more. 
plus that win again. So, yeah, I think James Milner's impact was outstanding this year. Um, without him, I think Liverpool would have just missed out because I think he helped scrape a draw, like the mentality side of it. Because uh, obviously it was without Hendo, without Van Dijk as well. Our other leaders, I think he was really important. But I'll go Cavani just because actual on-the-pitch impact as well. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, the game that stood out for me was towards the end of the season where Manu played Spurs and all right, he's playing up against Eric Dyer and Davison Sanchez were not great centre-backs. But yeah, he taught him a lesson and how strikers should move. His movement yeah. was unbelievable. He really showed up. Top, top, argument plus striker. That, top two inches, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he, honestly. I remember like Hoopia, Sammy Hoopia, like mm. at no point did he have any pace. But he could just read the game so much better than a lot of the attackers. Yeah, that, that was just talking first. Cavani, obviously, the other, just the other end of the pitch. Yeah, and you could argue he's been one their best player for the last few months. Yeah, yeah, he's turned up like he turned up yesterday. Uh, he didn't play great, but he obviously scored the goal. He did play right. I know he yeah, gave a free kick away, but nobody else really stood out really. So, yeah, I was about to say, and he scored his penalty, but I suppose that's an exhaustive list as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You only managed 10 goals throughout the season, but when you consider Bruno Fernandes is the one that's taking all those penalties, and like you think of all the other we'll strikers... We'll come on to that. We will come on to that later on. <laughs> we think of all the other strikers who are going to get the padded stats a bit with penalties, like you know Kane, Vardy. Plus, he took a while to start games. Yeah. Um, a lot of games, he was being rotated... So I think yeah, ten goals when you consider the actual run of games he was given in the Prem, very good going. He didn't have. I don't think he had any preseason because he came no, over late. He joined he late. Sank them last minute. Mm-hmm. His family's not here. He's been based on. He doesn't speak English. So you know, I can't. And for a while, all he was sticking to that Rashford, Martial, yeah. and was it Greenwood they were playing? Oh, Dan James, it was. I'm sure for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, I think that as a front three, just like pure FIFA ultimate team, like Kate's yeah, oh, he he deserves it. He's been he's played well, and he's got a bit of steel as well. Like a bit different than Fernandez, he's got a bit of bite to him. But in the bar, yeah, like Whereas he's like, like a Suarez, a but he's yeah, but just a bit about him. Like you, you know, he's a so yeah, good good pick there. I had a few names out. I had Silver down, but he got sent off twice against West Brom. I'm like, no, I can't. Oh so. yeah, Thiago Silva. I thought yeah, he's um, yeah. I did so, see him three six as well. Good first yeah. season for him. Solid. You see Chelsea obviously now in Champions League final as well. Fair play. Yeah. Deserves Good. a mention. Johnny Evans, I played well this year. Yeah. And Andy, you know, when he came in, did all right. Yeah, well, his performance in the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the one against PSG, I was thinking. Yeah. Um, one funny one. I'll see if you can get it. So this guy only got six points in draft all season for 38 games, but he only played one game. And he managed to get six points, and the team didn't keep a clean sheet. Phil Jagielka. No. Branislav Ivanovic. No. You're on the right lines. A defender, yeah. It, it play, he played in the last three weeks, or two weeks, maybe. Played fairly recently, and it was a shock. A shock that he played. A shock that he played. Oh, um, Scott Carson. That's the one. Outstanding. Saved the penalty, didn't he? Six yeah. points. That could draft. be comeback player of the year as well. <laughs> could, could be. I was thinking, I was thinking, if we're doing funny ones, I might pick him because it was a shock when he played. Like, wow, 
Scott Carson's playing. Unbelievable. Um, but Burke, because just for the listeners, I text Burke earlier. I think I, think I know he's going to pick just because he gave me some information. I thought, like, I thought you were going to go for Adam Lallana. I did see he was on, on the list. I guessed, I guessed that he was the one that you thought I was yeah. going to go for. Yeah. No, I, I think... No, uh, he hasn't actually done anything, really, but no. he's such a lovely player. I think, yeah, I think Brighton next year. They're my dark horses for a nice top 10 finish. I think statistically, I don't know if you've seen the expected goals. Yeah. Like, they're basically one of the highest in terms of how many goals they should score. And they're also one of the lowest in how many goals they should have conceded. Like, they've conceded a lot of, like, worldies and goals that just never go in. Yeah. And, like, they are literally on both ends, like, both ends of the scale in terms of being the best at defense, defending and attacking in terms of expected yeah. goals. So, I think... They guess striking knows where the net is. Yeah. And it's just a bit more luck. I think top 10 is definitely on the cards then. And that's why I wouldn't be against Graham Porter being Spurs boss. <laughs> In terms of, not against it. We come back to this. <laughs> I think, I don't I think it'd be a bad appointment. That. I was just going to say, like, because obviously we had a bit of a discussion group chat earlier. Mm. Sorry, but I know I'm you sorry. don't talk about this, but we're talking sorry. about it. Like, I know you're a twat, fine. You, you spoke about Antonio Conte and Zidane. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Like, I didn't say they were going to come anyway. No, Let, no. Let's clarify that for one Yeah, minute. I know. I never but said they were going to come. They, they mentioned well, in a conversation about Spurs managers. Yeah, which they would never do. No. I know. So, that. and Mourinho come in, getting a manager of that like reputation, I think, was just a freak, right moment, right time kind of thing. Yeah. You've got to go back to where you were before. Mm-hmm. And where you appointed Poch the first time from a lower league club with the potential to work on. And I think if you asked me six months ago, I think that guy was Hasnoodle. Yeah. His his last six months probably has ruined that transfer. So I think now you are looking at maybe like an Eddie Howe. Um, And for me, Graham Porter's probably got the most potential out of that batch of lower 10 managers. Unless you want to go Bielsa or Moyes. Steve Bruce, maybe. Hey. Uh, that's not good. He could have been. No, but I think uh, you could do. I think Porter, if things were in place to make, like, if the fans did get behind him, yeah, and we're ready to accept him, which I think is another story. I think, but on paper, I think he'd be a good appointment. Yeah. Put it this way: if if we did sign Graham Porter, I wouldn't be like, oh, no, like, can't believe it. I'd be a bit like, mm, let's see what he's got because he's done well at Swans. He did well at Brighton. I know they have the team has done well, but like you said, the stats they should have done better, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'd be intrigued to see if he could, because the one thing you say about him, he has got a style of play, and yeah. he is very stubborn, right there wrongly in, in that way. And I like the way Brighton plays. So yeah, you you would logically you would think with better players, they should do better. So yeah, I wouldn't be same with um, with Martinez. Like I know everyone scuffs of his name, but if he came in, I mean, I, I'd give him a chance. Like he's obviously done well with Belgium. You know, semi-finals of World Cup, number one team in the world. They've done all right. Um, so yeah, it's a, just somebody who has a style of football and knows the way they're playing and actually likes likes players and doesn't bury players every five minutes would be would nice. Would Poch be your number one, like absolute first choice? If it's possible, yeah, I I would. I yeah. Don't, the well, only can pro- you find only, like the only pro- no a backward uh, step no, or like what well, we're tight or. No, it's it's like I said something earlier. It's like you break up with a girl, and then a few months later, you're like, mm, should we get back together? Okay. 
Let's go back together. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. if that girl in the 18 months that's has been with a man. French bloke and like ruined his life. Hey, it's with a French bloke. It's fine. It's fine. So, yeah, they've had a little tiff. They they broke up and now they're back together, hopefully. So we'll see. The other thing I would say is if Daniel Levy does get him back, he's going to have to give him time. He can't just like give him two years and then sack him again because the fans, the fans will go wild. If he picks up where he left off, he's not going to last two years. Yeah, but... It's easy to look away and finish, but I'm looking at the whole... Yeah, he's going to come in. Oh, right, I'm back. Daddy Ali, the you're back in playing week in, week out. Everyone looks at going... too loyal. Yeah, he's too loyal. But like I said to you earlier, I'd rather him be too loyal than to have no loyalty. And we all saw that turned out to Jose. He took a club that was basically the best it's been in the Premier League, probably. Oh, they were 14. He <laughs> took club in 14. No, as in, the, I'm on about the portfolio of work that was done in the potch where we're finishing Champions League. Runners up basically twice. Yeah, but even if Potter is in charge, that club was never getting it. They were an old club. An old squad. And the young players weren't good enough. Fine. But then you hope they rebuild again. Like, you're going to go through shit. But he was too loyal to rebuild. You had five years, good years, and you had six shit months. Like, for me, that doesn't make sense. Like, you give him the time. Give him time. Get through the year. Get rid of some, like you say, the older players. But he wasn't going to. But you don't know he wouldn't have. Because he would loyal. If he stayed, if they like finished, he's playing Eric, Ericsson was basically saying, "Look, I'm, I'm not, go- I'm going. I'm not saying you go." And he was still Ericsson playing him week in week out. Ericsson might have gone. All right, fine. No, but he was still playing him all the time, and you could see his head turn. He weren't performing. He was too loyal, and he was costing you that season because you were 14th. And yeah, but this the is the problem. Everyone's the so short short It's like that season. The season had gone fine. All right, move on. Make some changes. Get rid of some players. Move on to the next season. I hate this, Gwen. Well, he had bad six months, so that means everything he did was wrong and he shit. No, he had a brilliant five years for a club like Spurs. Like, give him the time. He's earned the time. Like, I, I don't, I don't agree with the get rid of him now just because they were they were fourteenth. No, I Christmas. think there's a line to it. Fine. But with no. with the situation Potter in, there was literally no light at the end of the tunnel for me. He had done all he could. You were fourteenth in the league, and that did not look like... It, it's not like you were playing well and just not getting results. You were playing terrible football with terrible results, losing teams you have no right losing to with the players on the pitch. You had no injuries to speak of. It was literally you were playing your best team week in, week out, and they weren't good enough. A change was needed. I tell you what, they wouldn't have finished 14th that season. They would have finished They would have finished top 10. And I would have gone, OK, it's been a shit season, but we've just come off a Champions League final, which I never thought we would ever make. And we've done well in the league in the last five years. Let's start again. Let's get rid of some of the older players. Get some blue players in. And Danny Levy said himself, he made a mistake by sacking him, which I said at the time. Yeah, but... He's come out and said, we've lost our way, we've lost our DNA. Obviously, because you've signed Jose Mourinho, who was obviously going to change everything that Podge has built. And now if he does come back, you've wasted 18 months. You've wasted money on signing, as a Podge probably would have made. And now you've got to go again anyway. So you may as well not have sacked him if you're going to come back to this position. So, yeah. But that, that's me. I'm annoyed with that in general speaking when managers get sacked after like oh, six months. I thought calm about it. <laughs> yeah. That is annoying though because Podge, someone like Podge deserves, deserved time to get out of the shit he was in. Like he'd just been Champions League final for God's sake. Like, yeah, they were shit. We were 14th at the time. But we wouldn't have stayed 14th. And I'm not comparing it, but look at Arsenal this season. I think they were 17th. They were 17th or something and now they finished top 10. I don't see... I don't see where he would have changed. I think he was too loyal, too stubborn. He was going to play Ali 38 games if Ali was 38 games. 
Ali yeah, these are good players. Out. They were playing bad at the time. I, I, I agree. The whole team was shit, and they were playing really badly. But like, they're not going to play like that for the whole season. These yeah, are but good age players. got up with like Jan Vertonghen. I remember, like he was really bad that season, and Poch was playing him week in week out. He would like, have made a change. He would have changed at some point. If he's in like February and they're still bad, he would have gone, right, okay, I've got to change the video. Like, I don't think he's that naive. He's not that loyal. Like, I agree, he was loyal too much. But at the same time, he didn't have money to spend because then he wasn't giving him any money to invest. They just joined the transfer Yeah, and that's the problem. But was, was that a Pochettino signing? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe Dan Levy thought, i got to spend big. And 60 million went out on a player that we should have bought two thirty million pound players or something like that. I don't know. But we'll see. Let's see. Bring Podge back. Can you and just stop if, going on about Spurs crap. managers, please? I if just want to after the award. No, <laughs> if he's crap after 18 months, then I'll, I'll completely agree with him and go, look, fine. No, I think he'll have a good first good year. Course. I think it'll be that thing of honeymoon period, as new managers always get. And then I think he will, I don't think he'll achieve anything. He might get tough for one season. And then people go, oh, he's done his job. And then he'll be happy. Then he'll have a shit spell. And then just because he's done relatively well, if we're comparing him to Spurs managers, shit if we're comparing him to any other manager. But because he's the Spurs manager, he's been put on a pedestal. Like, does it not worry you he's gone to PSG and failed? No? Well, yeah, you could say he's failed. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree, but... <laughs> <laughs> does, does that not worry you that this man oh, no, because it's like the greatest a, manager you've had yeah but you're talking about something that's happened within four months I mean four months football is absolutely nothing yeah they haven't won the league but you know why were PSG in that position in the first place you can't just expect they, someone they were to come in behind. and go okay you've got to win when the Poch league when took over they were one yeah but there was, obviously, there was obviously issues because otherwise Thomas Tuchel who was shown to be a good manager wouldn't have been sacked so there's obviously more problems than just going Tuchel and oh, Leonardo just yeah. didn't get on yeah Maybe Podge and Leonardo aren't getting along, but maybe that's why he's being talked about leaving to go to Spurs again, because he doesn't like the hierarchy of PSG. So, is that the manager's fault? Obviously not. It's Leonardo. No, I'm just saying. All I'm saying is Podge has failed at PSG. Look, you you look at how you want. (laughs) Rob, do you remember watching the PSG Trampol semi semi final and just the breakdown, the complete meltdown? Oh yeah, lost totally lost their heads. Yeah, and if I and. Potch was part of it, and he did it at Spurs as well, running onto the pitch trying to stop fights. Mate, know your place. Hey, if I was a much, I just swung well myself. Taking the ban would be fine. He's a failure. As a Liverpool fan, I'd be delighted if Potch comes back. Oh, there we are then. Everyone's a winner. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All the best. Right. We haven't finished yet. S- sorry, Wong Mill. <laughs> I've got off him on there, but that's fine. That's what's all about. Um, Right, advocate. Team of the year. Let's go, Rob. As you are the goalkeeping expert, I will let you have first pick goalkeeper. Well, I'm going to go with the goalkeeper who's only you know only goalkeeper to score this season. No, I can't. I'd love to go, Allison. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bit of a like. There's not really many to choose from where I'm just be like, yeah, they've been fantastic. Mm-hmm. I safest option is Edison. Um Casper Schmeichel has been good, but I can't make an argument for a Leicester goalkeeper or any Leicester player because so I will stick with Edison in, in net. 
Berg? Um, I had Emmy Martinez. I think he's been the best goalkeeper this season for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think he's been most consistent week in, week out. In draft, he's the highest scoring goalkeeper, broken the Villa clean sheet record. Um, yeah, I mean, Arnold Martinez, I think, has been the number one. Go- Obviously, Ed's not taking anything away from Edson. He's been outstanding. But in term- also, the team you're playing for, I think, gets taken into consideration yeah, as yeah. well. So, yeah, Martinez. Martinez has been a, a, like a, a pleasure, like good, sh- Some a good of shot. Saves. But... I watched, obviously, we were out watching Liverpool on the weekend on Sunday. And I watched Match of Day then on Monday evening. And some of his saves just amazing. And every time I watch him, there's a save I think, wow, that's mm. an outstanding save. Yeah, very good goal. Also, he falls into the Mitrovic category of a guy that does not look at his age. He looks <laughs> like he's late 30s. I was that guy 28. Because he's been at Arsenal, that's why. He's, <laughs> he's aged well since we yeah. But it just shows Arsenal made a huge mistake and let him go because he's yeah. better than Burt Leno by, by far. So, yeah. No, I, mean, that, I don't get that how you can't see that because obviously you've got two goalkeepers training day in, day out. How can't you yeah. see that? Oh, actually, he's better than them. And then even on the pitch, because yeah. you had Len, no number one, really, for the season, but then he got injured towards the end of the season. And yeah. Martinez played about eight, ten games, including the cup final. And Martinez did not put a foot wrong. You yeah. think, right, he's done it on the pitch. You surely must see he's a better player. Len was probably worth more. So if you sell Len, or you probably get more money than you would sell Martinez. It made so much more sense. And... Sign, uh, yeah. to keep Len, or it was a really bad decision. I think but... it was one of those, it's... Uh... Oh, Leno's a German international. Yeah, I He's think it was reputation. I agree. And other fans really going to like, well, they probably don't care about goalkeepers, but still, like Martinez. Okay. But you saw, do you remember, like, after the cup final, how Obama and pulled him over for the interview? Like, yeah, yeah that togetherness in the squad as well, and yeah. but... which I've not seen Leno have. So, I don't know, I think really bad decisions, but that's what Arsenal have been doing best for the last two or three years, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, Martinez. So he is in at goalkeeper. And yeah, I think Edison was clearly the second choice. So he can be on the bench. Um, right, right back. Burke, who have we got? Um, I've got, because Leeds have had no mention so far, I'm going to go <laughs> Stuart Dallas, Mr. Verstel. I know oh, yeah. it's not Luke Ayling, Rob. Calm down. <laughs> I, think <I'll> Luke <laughs> I couldn't fit Dallas in anywhere else. And I wanted <laughs> to give Dallas a shout out. Cause That's Dallas. Yeah, that is Dallas. He's been one of Leeds' most unsung heroes. Like Bamford's at his credit, Rafinha's at his credit. But Dallas has been outstanding left back. I've seen him, I've seen him right back, centre mid, to be able to play anywhere. A player who I don't think has played Prem before. As I say, even if you look at him, you go, he's not a Prem League player. He's just a his championship, but clearly right fit, right time, like I said earlier. Yeah. Perfect kind of foil for that Leeds team. Yeah. So I know Luke Ayling starts right uh, back for Leeds as first choice, but I'm going to go Dallas because obviously he can play there. I'm sure he's the highest scoring defender as well on draft. Yeah, he is. So maybe this is a end of season draft highest points award <laughs> team of the season because it is so far. Oh, no, I need I'm... I need help working out for when we do our draft awards tonight. So actually, yeah, if we <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah. We both now. Yeah, get the screenshots. Um, yeah, yeah. Stuart Dallas. He was on that alternative team of the. Uh, I listened to a podcast recently, so yeah, he's been, he's been, he's been brilliant. Um, for me, I think it's the most people have gone for him is 
Vladimir Kufal. Yeah, he was the other think, name I don't think they bought him for five mil, something like that, like peanuts, proper peanuts. When Spurs bought a player Matt Doherty for 15 million and they're buying some guy for five million. I mean, yeah, crazy. So yeah, Kufal, I think he's been he's been absolutely solid for a team with injured. Nobody expected to finish sixth, so that's my pick. Rob, deciding vote. So we're doing Leeds against West Ham again. I hate it because, like... Uh, you could pick well, someone else. I, I, I wanted to pick someone else, but on, it's then. like... No, no, you could pick someone else. Like, I, I, I'm just picking this guy out of pure love and when I'm, I'm just in awe of his talent and his strength. But it's, it's just the inconsistency and the way Liverpool have been this year. And, like, for me, it's more of, like, the redemption story towards the end of the season of, like, yeah, yeah the, the way he's played and, and like... More or less, this should get him into Southgate squad. Yeah, still, I think he is chance. talent-wise the best right back in the league. Yeah, um, but for for over thirty-eight games, um, Marcelo Bielsa, his player did not make it, so it's a uh, Vladimir Kufal for me. Wild. <laughs> Oh, Leeds fans, I'm doing everything for you today. <laughs> I can't wait to pick Patrick Bamford up front of Harry Kane. Oh, he's, he's not touching the players. So. I'm playing 4 3 3 anyway. I was going to say, we haven't decided. 4 3 3 classic. 4 3 3. Fine. Cool. Um, Just so Bamford does not get close. <laughs> I like Leeds. I, I mean, all for Leeds. Left. Bamford's the only guy I've not been touching. He could cut it off his left and then spin it in top bins. Be lovely. Um, right, centre backs. I think we're all probably going to pick Diaz. Mm-hmm. Am I right in saying that? Okay, yeah, so Diaz. Skipping over that. So Diaz is probably a shoe in. Um, I've gone quite because I think there, there's another obvious one, but I don't want to pick it just because it's I think it's too obvious. So I've gone for a player who is who Rob's going to hate that I picked this. Well, I don't. Maybe he won't. Who's only 20 years of age and has been. Brilliant for his team. Throws. I'll allow him. I'll allow it. You'll allow him, okay. Yeah. Even though he wears low socks and he has got a little heart into the back of his head for some reason and he doesn't really look like a centre-back but he is a very good modern centre-back and should have a good career for stays injury-free and that is worthy of Fofana. So he is going in for me. Any other ones, Rob? Right. So I really can't stand this player. <laughs> and I, I like I struggle to like this player, and it's not a Leicester player, but you notice how much his team miss him when he's not there. And oh no! Like oh, Harry Maguire is really key to United. So glad I got the deciding vote, son. Yeah, because uh, slab head is not coming slab. close to my team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's and it's. Uh, it's it's more of just watching United without him rather than just watching him in there. Like he has got insane stats this season, like aerial yeah, battles, headers, clearances, blah blah blah. Um, I think yeah. that's the replacement is Eric Bailly. Yeah, it's not more that they're it's missing Maguire. The it's that yeah. your next is a massive drop. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna retract that, and I'm gonna retract uh, Harry Maguire. I'm gonna go for a guy who should be. A potential partner for him in the England squad. Eric Bailly. Uh, <laughs> Eric Bailly. <laughs> no. Uh, and when I when I saw South Southgate's provisional squad, I understand why this guy hasn't been picked. But a guy who has been phenomenal this season, 
and close to our hearts, mine and Burke, is Nat Phillips. Oh. I think he has been sensational. For the job he's had to come in and do, he has been fantastic. That is definitely a bias pick there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. But... I'd rather hire Maguire. Yeah, no, I think I would as well. Wouldn't... No, um, for the sentiment, Nat Phillips, but per, like I said, if we started next season with Nat Phillips as a first choice centre back, I'd be fuming. Like, no offence, lad. I'd like yeah. him as a nice fourth choice. Uh, I'm I don't think they can win a league with Nat Phillips. I'm no. all in on him wearing the bandage around the head every game. <laughs> um, no. I wonder if Stuart Dallas can play centre. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon um, he's good. I reckon he's like he's Kevin Grosskreutz on FM years ago. <laughs> I did everywhere. initially have John Stones down. Uh, especially that first six, first half season where him and Diaz kind of proper hit off. They were unreal. Um, but um, what do you say again, Butts? Wesley for fun. Um, yeah, he was also in my head down, so I'm happy to back Wesley for the team. Um, I mean, you were agreeing on something. How, how was it less than again? <laughs> because he's 20 years of age and he has played, I think he's played every game, or you know, close to it. And he, he has played well. Um, the yeah. bottle top four. Yeah, but you've got to look over the whole season. He, he has played well. Like, it's not his fault they've not got top four, is it? Didn't play hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know enough of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm steering away from that one. <laughs> I, that. Um, yeah, I, I had high Maguire down, but I really didn't want to pick him. I really didn't. At no yeah. point did he cross my mind. It's because like, what Rob said, I saw a stat recently where he was like first, 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 first. And I was going, yeah, but he's for first Man for Man United. Solid he's first for Man United. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like league stats. It was like, like, they still concede first so often. that yeah. I don't watch them with Heimer going and go, they're keeping clean sheet today. They're yeah. still conceding. That, like, they are the worse without him. Is the, the comebacks, so they've yeah. obviously conceded. So. I'm not disputing they are worse without him, 100%, and he's their best centre-back. I don't think that says a lot. Um, he is their best centre-back, but yeah, I don't... Well, I, I think he's in, he's incredibly overrated for the price. You know, it's it's ridiculous. But for this season, like it is just the, the, the contrast between when he's there and when he's not. Yeah, fair. Uh, but no, Wesley and Ruben are centre backs. Yeah, I'm 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 fine with that. Cool. Left back. Well, I mean, Stuart Dallas has already been mentioned, um, but there's not. Many left backs who have played well this season, I think. There's one uh, name that stands out to me. Yes. And he had a shock, a shocker last night, yeah. Yeah. He should have, that penalty should have been saved when he took it. It was a shocking penalty. I'm going to put uh, Stuart Dallas forward for this position. <laughs> I think he's been. He played left, like you said, but he has played left back a few times. And yes. uh, I think the impact he's had on our lead team. Been... <laughs> Can't take, no. I can't take this serious. <laughs> <So>, <laughs> Luke Shaw or Stuart Dallas. I wonder where this was going to go. Well, one of them was higher in points in draft than the other, so, you know. Not that stopped you then. I'm sure he was, he was top 10. I'm sure he was top 10 points overall. Oh, it's it's got to be Luke Shaw, isn't it, really? Yeah, I know he didn't play that yesterday, but it's got to be Luke Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cope. I've done everything I can for Luke. 
if we ever had a Lee's Lister, we certainly don't have it anymore. <laughs> Even though I'm the advocate for Patrick Bamford. That's <sighs> so we agree, Luke Shaw? Yep. Noted. We'll move on. Right, midfield. Now, I think it's I safe got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Is it someone with a shoulder injury? <laughs> Or is it somebody who represents Ireland or Northern Ireland? I should say. Uh, he's a Northern Irish international. Yeah. This guy. Joe, yeah. know the bad thing. I can't even think of another Northern Irish midfielder, <laughs> so I couldn't even say a different name to be funny. I can't think of anyone. Oh my god! No, uh, we're is playing four three three with three guys in there. I'm sure we can squeeze Stew in. <laughs> Maybe we can. Maybe we can. So hold on. Uh, if we right. get him in first, and know our first spot, and then we'll work. Together on the other no, two. He can I think the they last spot. deserve something. The, he can come in the last spot, maybe. He we'll deserves something. Right. KDB, are we all saying KDB? No. No. No, we're not. Okay. No. We're not saying KDB. So uh, you've got to go first because obviously I'm not going to get the pick. I'm not saying anyone until Stuart clocks <laughs> in. No, I'm, I'm, I've got. Initially, obviously, I had Stuart Dallas in right back, so I've got to drop one of my midfielders now. You've got three Stuart Dallas in your team. He's <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> You're going to have to go I, and I, I, I genuinely thought I could ones. talk you to Dallas for right back. And then I thought, right, great, start there. And then the rest of the team picked itself. But now I've got to fit Dallas in the further down we go. <laughs> if we get to the front three and Dallas is not on this team. You're going to be like, how am I going to persuade Kane has got a lot to work with. You could work with Stuart Dallas. He has scored a few nice goals this season. So you could. Oh, he's say. been exceptional. He's been a false nine. He love he love he's the perfect he loves a tackle, loves yeah. a goal, loves a pass. He's got a bit of everyone in him, and he a bit of a Cavani in him. Yeah, he, he's yeah. <laughs> he's like a pick and mix. <laughs> what is being said? <laughs> no, I, I remember I, trying to get our one leaves listener back. I, <laughs> I had him in draft tonight, and I dropped him because their next like four games were like Man City, Liverpool, Spurs, United, and he's he's he scored goals against them all. Yeah. Like scored or assisted against the ball. He's what a player. I like went to the league. He he he's done a Jack Grealish on me, like and turned my opinion on him. Like I came on this podcast hating Leeds. They might talk about them. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Yeah, Leeds, Leeds. Like I'm oh. Don Revy fan. Yeah. <laughs> like when we're picking manager of this team, like I know I'm good. The time United is your favourite film of all time. Yeah. Terry Venables is manager of this team, I'm telling you no. <laughs> Right, let's make this easier. Let, 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 I'll let you two pick your three, your three midfielders. So, Burke, I'll go with you first. So, Stuart okay. Dallas. Stuart Dallas is in. Okay. Jesse Lingard is in. Okay. And I'm playing Phil Foden in the middle. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Uh, the other guy I had was Thomas Suchek. Okay. I don't want two West Ham players. <laughs> of, of they've had enough to me. Yeah, they've had enough love. So Lingard slash Suchek, that's one. Mm. Then Foden, and then um, Stuart Dallas. Okay. Rob? Uh, I'd be chucking Suchek in there. Uh, I'm also chucking Mount in there. And I'm also going to chuck a Man City midfielder and then put Gundogan in there. Yeah, I got I got Gundogan. Stuart Dallas is up against the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, gun the gun would be my yeah playing making holes. Be a new segment each week. <laughs> yeah. Stuart Dallas update. Leeds love just trying to find something. Yeah, Dallas or bust. Oh, <laughs> so I'll so, be in charge of that. Let's decide on. We'll, we'll have gun the gun. 
because two of us have said his name. So he'll be in there. Two of us I said... Put, I put Suchek. KDB. So, okay, yeah. Sorry. So we say Suchek. So we got Suchek and got in the gun. I'm getting so four done. Is four in maybe your front threes? He's, he's in my front three, yeah. Okay. He's not in my front three. But I'll allow him to be in midfield because obviously he's played there. Um, so, so, yeah, we've got one spot. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I think he deserves it. I think the fact he's been up for goalkeeper, right back, centre back, left back. I think he he deserves this. Do I? Uh, I got to say, I need to see this guy's player map. Like, uh. Uh, I, I put Bruno Fernandes down, but then I put next to it, nineteen of his forty Premier League goals have been pens, and he scored twelve pens this season. So he's basically just going to take penalties. And yeah, I hate the book. So uh, he's a rat. I don't want him. Joe Burke, you've convinced me. You, your, your love for Stuart Dallas has shone through. And the fact you made a gif about him is, yeah, the scene Multiple for the times because I lost so, the original. It, this, that makes it even better. You went This is like trouble. Britain's Got Talent, where it's only, he's only getting two. You know, one person has buzzed, no, and I'm that because I am not. <laughs> a, I am Simon Cowell right now. I am not having Stuart Dallas in, but I've been overruled Jed by bloody oh, Amanda Holden. Don't even talk about being overruled. This whole show. It's just been me being overruled. <laughs> so we've got Gundogan, Sochia, no. and Stuart Dallas. <laughs> no. This guy, Stuart Dallas, got 24 goals in 67 games for the Crusaders in 2010 to 2012. What uh, more have you got? Oh, one of the best rugby teams in the world. Yeah. I'm just heartbroken he's not made it into this squad. I feel for Mason. I really do. <laughs> but, I mean, if Mason comes to He'll me... He'll be in I future think, ones. It's No, he deserves this. But the fact is, you two wouldn't let Dallas play right back. So, <laughs> he has to play in sentiment. So, it's our fault, Rob. No, this play. goes back to you going, Bielsa, um, Moyes and West Ham for your managing team. Pick one, Leeds get the I'm other, and I'm more happy to play. I still don't know what Stuart Dallas' best position is. Which, it does say a lot. He's so good, he can play it. Yeah, exactly. I've never seen him have a bad game. And I've seen him play all across the pitch. So, no. I've seen him since he played for Crusaders. So, who's on midfield? Um, Suchak? Gundogan. Dallas. Oh, it's a lovely balance. (laughs) No one's getting through that. Like, if we have a nice attack in front of three now, they've got the freedom. Ah. We've got the yeah. holder who can turn into a boxer box. We've got a playmaker and a controller. And then we've got Stuart Bunny. <laughs> you can make a goal. <laughs> I got to make them sorry. I'm Roberto. This I, guy scored two goals against Man City at Man City. Yeah, against the champions to win like the game in the 90th like, minute. I yeah. think... I th- Rob, I think you really need to go away and watch Stuart Dallas. I, I, I think you're mixing him up with someone else. There'll be a YouTube vid- a clip of <laughs> combination of his goals. I don't know who you're thinking of, Rob. Stuart Dallas. Oh, there we go. There we go. Right. You named Matt Phillips to be our centre-back. Yeah, that's true. The guy's been sensational. Wait, you said William's best, part of the best oh, in the league. I, all right. Right, let's do our front three. Front three, right, okay. So, <laughs> this front three is going to have a lot of freedom. They can don't have to worry about tracking back. They're absolutely fine. Well, we don't have to worry about Stuart Dallas, so... Well, you say that. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> 
I'm joking. No, left mid he'll be coming in, but no, not for right. <laughs> you need to go on FIFA and do a season with these because you can change people's positions now. So one season you could have him right back, next season centre mid. I might do a play career with Stuart Dallas, mind. That might be a nice one. Yeah. See if I can get a nice big move. Retire, go back to Crusaders, take Emma, <laughs> do well with them. Right. You know what? How... I'm going, boys. <laughs> <laughs> right, last three to go. So Harry Kane, obviously, he is my player of the year. So mm-hmm. how's that He's obvious? Up top. Huh? How's that obvious? I got Patrick Bamford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the midfield we got, we could play three proper strikers. Harry so Kane, I totally agree. Yeah, should be. Mo Salah, I think, is. Yep. Sure Mo Salah's my right you mid, right probably, wing. If there was one for the most unappreciated player of the year, or un, not under, because he's not underrated, but I say he's underappreciated. Yeah, the fact he was in like no pundits team of the season. Yeah. Like. Like Rashford was in Gary Neville. Yeah, the fact there weren't even it wasn't even like debate that people were having. Yeah. Like I'm not saying Salah has to be in everyone's team because yeah. people are different, but just acknowledge he's actually. He's Season. For a bad Liverpool season, he's kept his standards. This is fourth consecutive season with 20-plus goals in the Prem. Yeah. yeah. And from a guy who you'd never expect that when he joined. Yeah. True. True. Quality. So, Salah, Kane, and then we got one more spot. I go Phil Foden on the left. Um. <laughs> I want you to say it. Just. Dwight McNeil. <laughs> Strike like, deal. Here's an argument I can get on board with. <laughs> Roberto Fino, maybe. Could do a job <laughs> no, the guy I have, it's Jack Grealish. Just for the time he was fit and playing, no one was coming close. And I think he's been unlucky for the length of time he's been out for. And obviously, it's at the end of the season, so he's had no time to kind of get back. So, to remind people of how good he was. Because if you remember, on, like, everyone's talking about him being like one of the best. In the league, like I was, I know that, but it was a general consensus that actually Jack Grealish is a lot better than Villa and he is a top level world player. And, um, like I remember, I know it doesn't say much, Paul Merson saying like Barca should go up and sign him. And I know that's Paul Merson saying it, but the fact he's even thinking that it could happen says a lot about Grealish. And I think, um, yeah, although he missed, I think it was either 10 or 12 games to injury, I think the quality of that 28 26 games get him in my team of the season. Fair. I'll go next one if you don't mind. Yeah. I, I agree with everything you said. Um, but I, I'm going to go go with Son. You know, he scored some brilliant goals this year. He's, his stats have been good. He's, he hasn't played well the last couple of months. But I think that's just doomed. He's absolutely shattered. Um, but his goals and assists have been, have been up there with some of the best in the league. And yeah, he's had some big moments this season in there. Not very good team, so yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't disagree. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with Grealish, but for me, I'd pick some. Well, so Rob, three way tie. I feel like we need to tweet Stuart Dallas to ask him who he thinks should be there. <laughs> nice. if, it's, if he who comes back Stuart with Dallas himself, would best with. I think Jack Grealish, just because I think Grealish would come in, come deep, and Dallas on the overlap, using his versatility as a left winger. Mm-hmm. Or we could move Dallas out there and we get a new centre mid. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we feeling? No, it ruined the the flow. If we put yeah. Jesse Lingard in, it's yeah, it's too much attack in there. 
Because getting the guns not really defensive, so you're asking. All right, reluctantly, shot. I'll agree and put Ford out there because I had Ford then in my midfield, so I'll move Ford out there and play him left wing, so we can have our team. But um, yeah, bench of Dwight McLean and Jack Relish does sound good. Gorgeous. Yeah, very nice. So we're good for voting then, is it? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. There we go. So just to recap, so goalkeeper Martinez, right back, that. Kufal, <laughs> centre back. Got me excited then. Centre back. The old dream of a team of Dallas is. Starts with a D, Diaz, Fofana, uh, left back, Luke Shaw, reluctantly. Midfield, Soychek, Undergun, with Stuart Dallas at the tip, bursting into the box, getting some goals. And then the front three is Mo Salah, Harry Kane, and Young, Phil Foden. Happy with that? Clearly. So, yeah. Our team would do very well. I think so. Do I'll well. do a little uh, image of him we put on the socials. Yeah, let's do it. Steve, Steve Dallas might see it, who knows? He probably doesn't get a lot of tweets. Which oh, I'll be here. He's in everyone's team season. <laughs> well, yeah, I've only seen three and I, I haven't seen him in any. So. Well, that also goes for Mo Salah. So if that's the... No, I tell you. Like, fair play, he, Jim. Was, he was in the alternative team in the season, so I will. He's, he's somewhere. He's somewhere. <laughs> um, right, I think we can leave it there. So those are our awards. We had one more. Do we have, sorry? Disappointment. Disappointment. Oh, I I, I so it's a good that. way to end the podcast. Dis- just talking about disappointments. Very true. Very true. Go on, you go first. Um, Stuart Dallas, I don't think he'd be that good. <laughs> um, no, my disappointment of the year, it's a team. Uh, big things we expected of them, especially at the start, they had a few good opening results. It's Everton. They got yeah, one of the most yeah. decorated managers in charge. They spent big. Um, they won a lot of games early on. I think they were unbeaten going into the Merseyside derby, which obviously they um, think it was a draw that game. Wasn't it? But um, they they got through it, which people were saying like that was their first major test, and they got through it um, by assaulting all of our team. But they they got through it, and they thought right down push on, and they just didn't obviously finish tenth. Um, and just as a reminder, when Big Sam was then took over them in the relegation zone, he got them to eighth. So yes. that's like, and Big Sam only signed Theo Walker and Cheng Torsen. Like we're not talking James Rodriguez yet. So it it's fair to say it's been a big disappointment. Uh, they've lost their kind of what I always expected from Everton. You'd always expect go oh, they have a tough game, have a scrap. They'd only yeah. be in first, whether it's the no crowds because obviously a good decision they're right on top of you, but it it's not that intimidating anymore. It's not yeah. not dirty, but not as physical. It doesn't seem more intimidating at all. So towards the end, it felt like Everton were always going to lose at home. It just yeah. had that vibe like I they just do it. I'm really disappointed by them. Obviously, as a Liverpool fan, I don't really want to see them doing well. Yeah, I thought I mean, we spoke um, before we started the pod about signs of the season, and we thought they were, and out of our eight, three of them were Everton players. Yeah. And we, so we all expected big things from them, and to finish tenth, I think, is embarrassing. Yeah, tenth is. To be fair, like the points are quite close, but still, like you finish tenth. Yeah. So Arsenal finished above you. Yeah. And that another one could be up for this actually. Yeah, I don't want to say Arsenal. Go on, Rob. Who's yours? Right then. 
I'm really gutted that uh, <clears throat> one of our fellow uh, podcasters isn't here to uh, argue against me with this one. But because he loves this guy. But for me, one of the oh, biggest man. disappointments of the season has been Thiago Alcantara. <laughs> Next year's player of the season. Next year's player of the season. This year's player of the season, then. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> um, yeah. so, so, obviously, like a massive amount of hype. He's just come off winning the Champions League with Bayern. World-class midfielder. And, so you know, I... I and I've been, I, I have fallen like more in love with him recently, like just seeing like the little highlight videos. But if I was to sum up like Thiago's season, that's all I can think of is just how niggly he is. The little yellow cards and like, obviously Liverpool have been much better the past kind of like, <clears throat> like 10 game weeks. They put up uh, great results, which got us into the top four. But I, I can understand the counter argument of uh, you know the way Liverpool have been. You can't blame it on one player, but I still <laughs> think the ex- expectations were higher, and Thiago Alcantara has just not lived up to them. Yeah. Um, only one goal, zero assists in a in a team that still has still been scoring. To be fair, so. Uh, he has been my disappoint, my uh, biggest disappointment of the 2020-21 season. Nice. I, I can't disagree. I think, yeah. obviously, there's a lot of things that led to that. I think for the period where he was at his worst, it was when Fabinho got moved to centre-back because of mm. the injuries. So, Thiago was playing as the sole anchorman. Yeah. And he was well, getting overrun a lot, and that's when he picked up the stupid well, yellows. He came in. When and... Fabinho came in, the <clears throat> did... You, you could yeah. see what player he was now. But he came in and like that first game, the the forty five minutes against Chelsea, where he broke oh, the record. You know, we were in the pub watching, now, weren't we? We were, we were in clockwork, Gigg- giggling like girls every pass he was making. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, it it did drop off a lot, and yeah, I like the way I see Bruno Fernandez as a, as as someone who can't stand Man U. Like I can see a lot of people who don't support Liverpool or like Man U fans or Man City fans looking at Thiago that way as a, like a he's got a little bit of dirtiness to him. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the problem with Thiago. Like you said, his stats he's got one goal and no assists. But if he was playing like really well, I don't think his stats would be much much better than that. He might have I don't know, three goals, maybe four assists. Like he's not maybe not that much. I don't think assist. he had that much in by No, exactly. So. I, I think that's part of the problem where, you know, the perception is that he's gonna like come in and you know, be world class. And because Mane was so terrible, Firmino was so terrible, yeah. the focus kind of shifts on to, yeah, like so... Salah's the only one who's kept up the same goals per standard. So you're missing goals, and then you look in right, who's not contributing? You're seeing Thiago one goal. Yeah, but like I say, it's not his job and. Like you say, the whole midfield changed, the whole back four changed. I'll defend Mane. He still got double-digit assists. Yeah, but he was terrible. Oh, like, yeah, but... He was absolutely awful. Like, like how many goals said Mane for this? Stop slating my draft pick, okay? I'm upset. Oh, I'm, I, I, got play for, I got to play Sims. Sims is new. I've got to do the Sims job. Mane is more of a disappointment this season than um, Thiago. And for me, no. My God, he's lucky this award doesn't get named after him. <laughs> But I'm beyond disappointed with him. No, he, 
it's just yeah, weird. It's just pity, though. Like I, we, I, we've seen signs of the of this by Firmino before. So. Oh yeah, I've, I've, I called it years ago. Get a new striker. It's even when he scored goals, like he scored against Burnley the other day. The ball, he shot the ball straight to the keeper, and the keeper yeah, and exactly. Like Carr was going, oh, he's back. God, it's not like. It was a terrible finish. Rams, they would have saved that. I mean, it's yeah, it's only because Will not was single. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Um, right then, but finish us off, please. Well, mine, mine's just you know a bit of, bit of nostalgia. Is uh, Big Sam finally getting relegated after years of keeping teams up? I think it's going to be sad now when me and Burke being are found out for the true fraud years. Oh, like, like this sort of chat, you know, we're going to get. Wow. There's always that. You've never been relegated, though. So, you know, that was a nice thing to say. But he's willing to take the say. risk. Exactly. We'll have to spin it now. We'll, we'll spin it. No problems. Oh. We'll use that as a positive. No one else would risk that job with the reputation that no. they've got. You took over West Brom. West Brom. Look at that squad. Exactly. Like, Matt Phillips. He just promised all the money in January to change it. Who was his big money signing? Ainsley, Maitland, Niles on loan. Exactly. What are you meant to do? It's not Stuart Dallas. I was supposed to say, imagine going to Stuart Dallas in that team. And oh, watch out top 10. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, Mad. yeah, it's sad to see Big Sam gone. I don't know where he goes. We spoke about it the day, but. Oh, it goes to Dubai. Can't speak about it enough. Tell you know, in the pub, that's all we're talking about. Tell you know, he is going to West Africa. He's going somewhere. Nigeria, Ivory Coast, Ghana. One of those three. You would do it first. And he'd thrive. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? David Moyes can do one. Big Sam's manager of the team. Yes. Manager him with that team. He'd be like both and all over again. I love it. <laughs> and on that note, we will end there. So it's been a pleasure. Those are the Football Revisited Awards. And uh, yeah. Wong Mill, if you're listening, let us know what you think. We'll leave it there. All the best. Pleasure. Peace. For Big Sam's. <laughs> we love you.